This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Thanks for joining us at the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And Michael, we've got an interesting question here for us today. If God kicked Lucifer out of heaven, what is it to stop God from kicking anyone else out of heaven? The one word, it's called covenant. Yes, covenant. And God does not have a covenant with angels. But there's there's another concept too, which is, it seems to be really, really clear that uh, this might be a new thought for some of our audience. So I'm just going to kind of drop some like theological bombs and, and if it lands new, then do some more study. There seems to be a reality about God's relationship with the angelic realm where at the time of the fall, there seemed to be a one-time option. Yeah. Stay or leave. Mm-hmm. I think it's, yeah, it's either in First Timothy or Peter, but it refers to angels that are elect or chosen. Yes. And so just as there are people who are chosen or predestined, there are also angels. Mm-hmm. And that the angels who were not elect, um, they chose to disobey. And what it appears to be, as you read through Scripture and you kind of put it all together, that that was a one-time event and that event will never happen again. So it's permanent. Everything is just permanent there. There's no more like opportunity, like nobody in heaven, no angel in heaven um, is going to now fall away, right? But God has a very different relationship with humanity than he does angels. We're made in the image of God. It's much yes, more personal. Angels are not. And our salvation is rooted in covenant, a mutual covenant where we both no, agree no, no, to no. certain no, terms, no, and no, unilateral covenant, covenant where God, when we are saved, commits himself to us for all of eternity. So the reason we can't leave heaven is because God uh, has committed himself to us and has taken away from us in heaven all of our capacity for sin. There is no more inclination to sin, ability to sin, or capacity to sin. Uh, we are only going to be able to do righteous things. Yes. And so once we're in heaven, right? So to walk away from God would be sin, and we're, we won't even have that ability anymore. Yeah. So when you come to Christ— you're not just saying, hey, I'm going to live for you. You're also saying, take away from me sin. Yeah, that, should, take be away the, from that me should be the heart. All I, I know that when I trust in Christ, when I die, you're going to remove from me the capacity to choose to leave. You. And that's what we call glorification. Right. No more sin in any way, shape, or form. So it's a really powerful thing. But God's promise is not just to keep you in the faith as long as you live, but after you die, to remove all opportunities or impulses in you to leave the faith. It's not yeah, even possible. Right. So I think there's just a very different relationship. If you, for some reason, were to reject God in heaven, that would be a greater indictment on God's lack of keeping his yes, promises yes. than it would be on your will. Right. God kicked Lucifer out of heaven. That's the first part of this question. Now, you and I are processing here. Do you believe that God kicked Satan out of heaven permanently or just that his residence no longer is in heaven? Um, so there seems to be before the cross, there was some sort of access that Satan had to God to be an accuser. And it seems to me that with the cross, that access has been removed he has been publicly humiliated and shamed and uh, the, if you call it the church age, if you will, yes. is in full full swing. And so right now what you have is this distance between the devil and God. Right. And uh, the devil's raising hell on earth and God is executing the plan of redemption from heaven on earth through the church. And uh, so the devil's able to attack the church, but the church is imbued with this unbelievable power. But what happens next in the plan of salvation is is, uh, I mean, there's a few series of events here. We won't even get into that. But the idea here is that 
he's going to be cast into the lake of fire forever. Yes. So right now there seems to be, from my perspective, no access, but then it will be not just no access, but he'll be permanently placed into the lake yeah. of fire forever. Satan had the ability to do exactly what he did in Job chapter one, where he goes before God and accuses God's people of God's protection, God's provision. And he is clearly, Satan is called the accuser of the brethren. After the cross, after the resurrection, he still has some kind of an ability to function as the accuser of the brethren. But I don't think he has the access. more relational. Yeah, he he doesn't have the access to heaven like he had pre-cross. I sense that he's more the accuser now to our face. Yes. Once someone comes to faith in Christ and places their trust in what Jesus did for them, since he can't remove their position, he removes their joy by accusing them, by throwing things at the brethren and accuses them, hey, you you say you really love God, you say you really trust God, then how can you behave this way? There is an accusation not to God Mm -hmm. himself, in heaven, but to the Christian here on earth. Yep. Or sometimes he makes accusations about God. Oh, to yes. Us, to us. To us about us or to yeah. us about other Christians. Yeah. And So I, I would give anybody assurance. This is also tapping into the theology of why people who say you can lose your salvation don't get the gospel very no, well. No, they don't understand the significance of what Christ did yep. on the cross. Yeah, the nature of the gospel is that when you trust in Christ, God does things. yes. And God covenants, and God keeps his promise, and God preserves. Like, that's the whole nature of yes. it. Yes. This idea that I chose, and therefore I can unchoose. It's all, Right. You know. The amazing thing is, this last weekend, I spoke at our one of our nursing homes, and I covered the passage in Romans chapter 3 at the end of it. And it talks about how, how the gospel is simple, but the gospel is so complicated, and what Christ did, and his work goes so much deeper, and did what human beings couldn't do, and the, the whole ability of, of God to send Christ to die for us who are sinful, and yet his ability to remain holy and just as God and provide Christ for, our, for us, the whole argument that Paul is making there in, in the end of chapter 3, it is a work of God that cannot be undone by man or done by man. Amen. So I would just give every Christian, you can trust God, therefore you will never, ever be able to fall away. Agreed. All right, listeners, please come back next time when we're going to go in a little different direction. And the question is, what's up with the Enneagram? (laughs) 